Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. It is one of our favorite moments of the week because each and every night around this time, each and every Monday, we always make sure that things are going to be a good happy because... You play to win the game. The doors are open. Don't press in. It's happy hour with Herm. ESPN NFL analyst, really football dude. Let's call it as it is. Great follow on Twitter, Herm Edwards. Like we mentioned, he does a great job not only here each and every Monday at this time, but also part of the Blitz on TV on ESPN every Monday at 3 o'clock Eastern time. Herm Edwards, Cowboys destroyed by the Buffalo Bills. The floor is yours. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> well. My daddy used to always tell me. He used to tell me, you know, nothing good happens after 12 o'clock. And if you get in there after 12 o'clock, just go over there and go get the switch. And I'm going to have to get a little something to you. Uh, look, I ain't going to beat him up. I ain't going to do that. Okay. I will say this, though. I think the Buffalo Bills have exposed the Cowboys in this sense. Their plan was to take the strength of the Cowboys' defense away from them. And what is their strength? To be quite honest, this is what their strengths are, and they're very good. When they can play with a lead and let their athleticism just tear you apart, their secondary is outstanding the way they take the ball away. They have 21 takeaways. Uh, their defensive line can get after the quarterback. That's how they want to play. And how do they play like that? They play with a lead. Mm-hmm. And that offense is playing well. They, they, you know, two score, three score lead. Now you fall into the trap of trying to play a game with the Cowboys that you can't win. They're athletes against yours, and they generally win. Well, Buffalo said, you know what? Let's just see if they want to play this other game called bumper cars. <laughs> and we're going to run our car into your car as hard as we can, and we're going to see if you like it. And the problem for the Cowboys was this. They got some linebackers weigh about 215, 220 pounds, and they kept running it, and every time they looked up, it was second and four. Yep. And they said, let's just keep running and see if they can stop it. Let me, let me tell you something, Cowboys. You better figure out how to stop it. Because now people have a blueprint mm-hmm. on how they're going to play you. And you got to get it stopped. You, and, and not saying they can't, but I think they got exposed last night. And kudos to the Buffalo Bills. Kudos to them. Because you took Josh Allen, you told Josh Allen, hey, basically, man, you're going to throw the ball 15 times. That's all you get. And we're going to run it. And, and they, were, they were spectacular. I mean, I don't know. Cook looked like a... O.J. Simpson. Whoever you want to call him. All of a sudden, the Buffalo Bills had a running attack. Mm-hmm. 
And I've been saying this all along. I said, when you're the Buffalo Bills, you have to run the ball. You play outside. You're the Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills. Right. You've always had great runners, right? And they exposed Dallas last night. They, they took Dallas' strength away from them. Mm-hmm. They didn't get into the 7-on-7 seven seven world. They said, well, you're going to play tackle football inside the trenches and see if you like it. They didn't like it. You got to give them credit. Coach, I said before this game, it, to me, it was going to be Dan Quinn, a defensive coordinator, uh, who had a top five defense yeah. versus Joe Brady in that top five offense of the Buffalo Bills. This team is three and one since Joe Brady t- t- has taken over the play call duties, but he's unlocked some things, right? And the things that he's been able to unlock is number one, not putting everything on Josh Allen's shoulders. Yep. Number two, being able to rush the football and game plan and game plan specifically for what who they're playing that week, but also James Cook. Getting James Cook involved in the run game and also the pass game. What are some of the things that you've seen from Joe Brady or how important is it that Joe Brady has has turned things over for this offense or unlocked some things within this offense for playoff football moving forward if they're able to make it? Well, playoff football, and I think they will make it um, in the fact that um, a lot of the teams that, that will enter the playoffs on their side of it, they play outdoors, right? And, you know, the weather's going to change. Now, the good thing is they got – they drafted a quarterback that can play in bad conditions where he can throw it. But I think with that being said, you still have to do what they did last night, and that's run the ball. You just sent a message to everyone on the AFC side going, ooh, they will run the ball. Not just Josh Allen, but they'll run the ball. Right. And that's a concern now because now you're going, "Uh uh-oh. Now what we got to do? Well, we got to put eight guys in the box. Okay, now we'll throw it the ball. Now we're going to throw the ball stuff on Diggs and these guys. How are you going to cover them? So it just it, it adds another layer to their offense. Mm-hmm. The worst thing you can do as a coach, and I've been a head coach, the first thing I always do when, when we would play a game, I would always walk to where the ball was at and, and watch the ball being snapped. And I didn't look at anything. I just watched the ball being snapped, and I watched how the line of scrimmage changed. If it was defense and our defense was playing on that side of the ball, I'm going, it's going to be a good day. Right. If our offense – was playing on the other side of the ball, on the defense side of the ball, I said, it's going to be a good day. When that's not happening, you're going, oh, we could be in trouble. Today. Right. Because it, it's all won and lost there. Yep. The, the skill positions are great, and the quarterback in the, and the wide in the receivers trenches. and Harry and all those guys mm-hmm. catching all these balls and making all those. Uh, that one ball that kid from Cincinnati caught, I don't know how he caught that. Me neither. But anyway, but anyway yeah. that's another story. I don't know but, how he even had the ambidex- the, a, that ambidextrous to do that the dexterity. That's unbelievable. With Kennedy T. Higgins. And, 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 and so, but at the end, it's the big man. It's the big fellas up front. They make all the things happen on either side of the ball, right? And, right? and it's just interesting now because we say in November, that's when it starts because the leaves fall off the trees. It gets cold. A running game and good defense travel along with special teams. That Coach, travels. Let me, t- let me tell you why that's important, though, because I remember this summer being on first take, being on get up, and mm-hmm. one of the deficiencies that I pointed out for Buffalo yes. the last few years in the playoffs yeah. Even though you played against a Kansas City right. and a Cincinnati Bengals and a Joe Burrow, when those teams had to run the football, they, could. they were able to do so. And the Correct. Buffalo Bills weren't. Correct. Now, seeing this team in this manner, mm. I feel differently right oh, now. You got to. They're one of the hottest really teams do. in the AFC right now. If you were betting, you go, I'm betting on them guys. The way they played last night, Yep. they rest their defense, they take time off the clock. The, the the quarterback now all of a sudden he's got guys wide open mm-hmm. because everybody's at the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. trying to stop the run. Mm-hmm. So I mean this thing if they continue to build on it, 
They're going to be a hard out, man. Yeah, no These doubt. Buffalo but, Bills. No doubt about that. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL Alps, each and every Monday at this time, doing a little happy hour with Herm on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Hit him on Twitter at Herm Edwards. Who would be your top four teams right now in the NFL from one through four? In the whole NFL? Whole NFL. Not AFC, not NFC, the whole NFL. Our top four is Ravens, 49s are one, Ravens are two. That's correct. Eagles, three. Dolphins four. I, I had Dolphins at three. I was outvoted by the selection committee. Uh, I, I tell you go. what, I, I, I'll go. I, I'll go. I'm good with with the one and the two mm-hmm. guys with the three and the four. Uh, after what I saw <laughs> last night, yeah, with you, Dallas, you got I'm Buffalo like, three. Well, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Okay, I mean, you to me, it, it, it it's those teams you just mentioned. Those are the teams you trust right now. Yes. You 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 you're gonna see this. You're gonna see maybe a preview of the Super Bowl next week, mm-hmm. right? When when San Francisco plays the Ravens, that, that might be the Super Bowl. We might be seeing it. Could be. Yep. Right. Then everyone else, you said Buffalo. They're coming. We get it. Um, Harry likes Cleveland. I I I, I get it. I, mm-hmm. Can here here's here's Cleveland. Can Joe Flacco? Mm-hmm. Can Joe Flacco now? Mm-hmm. He was he was going good, and then all of a sudden he throws three, and he goes, mm-hmm. "Oh boy!" They come back and they win. Kid from Chicago should have caught that ball, Harry. If that was you on the bottom of the ball, you'd have caught that ball. Thank you. You better one hundred. You'd have caught that ball. Okay. Thank you. So then they lose that game. So I so I, I get nervous. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm helping. Joe Flacco might have woke up and said, "Oh, I am Joe Flacco. I'm, I'm this old. I'm 38 years old, <laughs> right?" And, I, and you know he turned the ball. Over, and I mean, that's what you didn't want, you know. Uh-huh. And so, I, I, okay. Um, Jacksonville is puzzling. They really are. They've always been puzzling. They've just, you sit there and you watch it and you go, how? Why does this happen? Coach, I'm, I'm going to tell you what happens every time, in my opinion, they have a big game. Yeah. And I'm going to use it. They, 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 number one, they piss down their leg. Uh-oh. And when mm-hmm. the plays present themselves, whether mm-hmm. it's the Kansas City Chiefs, whether it's the San Francisco 49ers, whether it's the Baltimore Ravens last night, when they play these big dog and the, these upper echelon teams and the mm-hmm. lights are bright, they seem to make the most mistakes and not capitalize on the plays that's presented to them across the board. Sounds like a team in Texas to me. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna leave, I ain't talking about Houston either. <laughs> but, but, but I'm going to move on. Okay, so let's keep going. Right. Um, Colts, I, 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 you like, I, I like them, but here's the question, Harry. You trust Minshew? No. See, no. see, no. see that's no, – no, 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 no. Houston is young. Houston might get in this, okay? But, okay, then you go to the AFC West. You like the Broncos until <sighs> yesterday. Uh-huh. And then you went, uh-oh. You like Kansas City, got the best quarterback on the planet. Okay, so you still got to give them credit, and we'll get into that, them in a little bit. I know y'all want to talk about that. I'll tell you where I would have went with it. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. It'll be interesting to how they play Seattle. Uh, they got a new defensive play caller. Mm-hmm. They're not getting new players. Right. I want to see what he does. I'm nervous about their offense. Philadelphia's Why? offense. Why? It's 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 spotty. It's it it's when you watch him, it's almost like a grab bag offense. I'm gonna do this this series and the next series, I'm gonna go try to do this. There's no rhythm. That poor quarterback is there's no rhythm in him right now. Mm-hmm. He, he he looks lost. Okay. Right. 
holds the ball for long periods of time. Entirely and, too long. And nobody's open. I mean, there's nothing, there's no sophistication to the routes. Or the, the, I ain't trying to be the coordinator. That's what I see. Dallas is Dallas. Dallas get on the scoreboard and play with a the lead, they're going to be good. Right. They're going to be good. Their whole deal is the playoffs, guys. Right? They've been in 10 playoff games on the road. They won one. It was against Tampa. Tampa last year. Last year. So that's their problem. So I don't even worry about that loss, Sam Nuss. Now, this, to me, it's Dallas when they get in the playoffs. How are you going to play? That, that happens. What happened to them last night, I ain't, I ain't killing the Cowboys. That can happen to any team. We see it in the NFL all the time now. You think a good team's rolling, all of a sudden they get beat. Right. Dallas will be judged by when they get in the playoffs, right? So we'll worry about them later. Detroit came to life again, which is good, but they're Detroit. You don't, you don't, you don't quite know, right? Mm-hmm. You, don't, right. you don't quite know. Because they don't quite know. Right. See, it was, it was hard for me to put Detroit at five or six just yeah. because. Yeah, I wasn't doing that. I'm glad you agree, Coach. You know, I do. And then uh, uh, Baker Mayfield, they're rolling right now. Yeah, perfect passer He's rating playing really good. Field. And First they're playing, you know, but that's a conference you look at and go, okay. They're probably winning. They're probably winning. What Baker Mayfield win? Right. Okay, we said San Francisco. The Rams are interesting. Yes, they yes, are. They are. The old fella, done, he he got some, I don't know, they put some WD-40 in his arm, man, and Stafford is throwing that thing, man. Harry, boy, Harry would be fired up if he's playing for Matthew Stafford right now. And he got two receivers, and he got the tight end, and it's like, woo. I mean, and they got that young back, Kyron yeah, Williams, you know, out of Notre Dame, and, and, performing and, well. And this is what impressed me. They didn't win, but then when he went to Baltimore yes. and threw it against that secondary. It scared him to death. And that defense, I went. Wait a minute, man. These Rams are kind of coming, right? So, you know, I, I think there's this. This is every week. This is what makes the league so great. Who do you trust? Who's playing consistent? The Ravens right now right. in San Francisco, mm-hmm. yep. and everybody else. You're kind of hoping. You're like, okay, are they going to do it or not? Or you know, yeah, they're like the Eagles' offense, a grab back when it comes to that. That's what they are. It's just not. You watch it and you go, this is not good, man. But two teams go to the Super Bowl last year. Both of them are struggling. Right? Yes. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs are like, you look at them, you go, okay. But it's, they're not the same that was throwing 30. And- well, well, how Coach, you- stay right there. Yeah, yeah. Stay, yeah. stay, stay ahead, with Harry. the – uh, you yeah. look at these wide because I, yeah. I was upset last week, Coach, yeah. at what Travis Kelsey had to say. I, I really was. It bothered me. And then he goes out there and drops a touchdown pass. And then Kadarius Tony has another drop for uh, uh, dro- interception. And you've yeah. seen Patrick Mahomes' reaction this time. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. And Harry rightly so. They do what drop, drop 32 balls. 32. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, Tony, the Tony kid, uh, he's dropped five. But watch this one. Kelsey's dropped four. Mm-hmm. So th- this team, the lack of – and I think it comes to a point to where it's the lack of concentration at times because of this. Because they throw the ball so much. They okay. think it's going to be okay. I'll get another chance. But now it's starting to mount up. Right. And it's the little things that get you eventually. And they're not pulling away. They don't score enough points to be dropping balls. Yep. This is why their point total is down. Yeah. This is why in the second half they're only averaging seven points a game. There's something to this, right? And I just think it's a team that think, well, the quarterback will bail us out. No, the quarterback can't bail you out because he can't catch it. Right. And this is a team that they're kind of up and down. You know, they're still good enough. Their defense is hanging in there, keeping them in games. But you can't trust them. They're not a very disciplined football team. Now, Now, does our coordinator that leaves and goes to Washington – 
The enemy, was he the guy that was the bad cop? He had to have been. Mm-hmm. And told him, hey, man, you ain't doing this, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not there. I, but it's the little things that get you eventually. You know, and the Chiefs have to realize this, and they know this. They're a championship team. You get everybody's best game when you play them because you're just defending Super Bowl champions. You don't get an off week. You don't get an off week. Everybody's excited about playing. You were playing the Chiefs, right? So you get everybody's best game. Everybody has energy when they play you. Mm-hmm. And you just you kind of walk out there, we're going to be okay. And it's just watch them. They kind of look, ugh. Like they're waiting for the playoffs maybe? I don't know. It's like, I, I, it, it's just, I know this. When you've gone to a Super Bowl, whether you win or lost, that next year is really hard, man. You lose but coaches, for, but, coaches. But I'll say this. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Because, like, it's it's hard for me to say for this team that, you know what, they waiting for the playoffs because they have so many young players on their team. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They have so many young guys, and those guys were able to get the experience last year. But they have a lot of guys on their team that one day they hope they can get a second contract. Oh, there's no doubt. So you you can't just say if you're a young cat on that team, hey man, I'm waiting for the playoffs. Yeah, it's just it's just but it, it goes to show you how hard it is. And really it goes to show you how, and I've said this many times, more games are lost than won. Mm-hmm. More games are lost than won. Right. And and you think about all these games you watch every week. There ain't a lot of blowouts. No. Everything's close. It is kind of close. It's like, well, how did that team compete? How did they, how did they do that against this team? Mm-hmm. It's just players are that good on both teams. And if you have an off day and you let somebody hang around long, I always tell guys, you let them hang around now, man. Mm-hmm. You keep, you know, it's, it's you know, it's like some of your boys. You know, you got your girl and you, you know, and you go <laughs> in the movie all the time and you're taking her out and you let them boys hang around too much. It's like, wait a minute now, don't let them hang around too much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them hang around too much. You ain't never lied, Coach. You see what I'm saying? They, they might be my boys, but I ain't letting them hang around too much. And you let a team hang around, and all of a sudden. Yeah, they get you know, comfy. Jody, what they call it? Jody got your girl and gone. That, that's my girl now. Come on, man. Don't do that. Don't let them hang around. Tell them, you're hanging here, boy. Go somewhere else. Oh, my goodness. Get it done early, man. I mean, oh, man. some of these games, you got to understand when you're the best team, and it's hard to do it, and that's what makes great teams. No great teams know when we're the better team, you got to come out and let them know after about the first quarter, hey, it ain't that kind of game, boys. That's right. And right. then they figure it out and go, okay. Wow. Because their energies are early in the game. Oh, they all been. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you kind of not, ah, it ain't going to be that day. Okay. Wow. <laughs> with ESPN NFL analyst what. in studio each and every Monday on this time here on Freddie Howe. Real quick, we'll let you get out sure. of here. When it comes to when you mentioned in terms of letting teams hang around yes. or letting players hang yes. around, all of a sudden they get confidence. Yes. To me, that's where Brock Purdy is in San Francisco. He doesn't look like a guy that is, okay, I'm fortunate. Hey, I'm making plays. I'm getting the ball to my playmakers. He looks like a confident guy. Like he belongs now. I don't know if we could say that early in the year. But damn sure we couldn't say it last year. We can definitely say it this year. How much of that three-game losing streak has led us to where we're talking about a guy that right now is the odds-on favorite to be the MVP in the NFL? And probably will win it the way he's playing and the way this team's playing, and he deserves to win it. If, he, if they decide he's the guy, now there's some other guys. It's a quarterback award. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his teammates Tristan has an McCaffrey. opportunity to wear it. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill is another guy that has an opportunity, right? 
Um, but he's a guy, knowing him, uh, recruited him out of high school, uh, great family. Remember, he was Mr. Irrelevant. And that will that's his chip. That's what he understands. And for the rest of his career, he's never going to forget that. Mm. And that's what drives him. Right? That that's yeah. what drive that motor and some people don't realize that. You know, and I, I can say that. I didn't get drafted. I got blackballed, guys. Right? Mm-hmm. I went in as a free agent. Okay. A free agent. I was the only corner in the National Football League my rookie year to start as a rookie. I never missed a game. I never missed a start. And but every time I walked out on that field, that was my chip. Okay. I used it. It motivated me, man. Every time I every time I played a team, that motivated me, man. And that poor receiver, he didn't understand, man. Hey, <laughs> you don't know what you're getting ready to get into. All these other teams didn't think I was good enough, right? Uh-huh. Brock Purdy, he might not say it. He got drafted in the seventh round. I didn't get drafted. And guys, and when I came out, there was what, uh, seven, 12 rounds? 12 rounds. 12 rounds. Right? Yep. I didn't get drafted. Wow. And I was like, man, really, man? Really? It's going to be like that, huh? That was fine. But I used it to motivate me during the season, on the offseason. That's what, that was my driving force. And I never told anybody that. He said, how did you do that? I said, because every time I lined up, man, I had something to prove. I wanted to show them all you were wrong. That guy, if he wins the MVP, that won't stop him. He'll just keep playing the way he plays because that's, that's a part of your that's a part of who you are. It's just like guys, we all came from somewhere. We mm-hmm. were, you know, right? And, and 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 sometimes when you come from a situation where it's not the best, it drives you. Right? It drives you. In sports as well. When you're an athlete, there's certain situations mm-hmm. that all of a sudden you take it and you go, I'm gonna use this now, man. Absolutely. Right? And you got to use things in your life, man. You know, wow. That's what pushes you. Wow. That is tremendous. Herm, we always, always love having you here. Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy New Year to you and your beautiful family. Well, I appreciate it. But you know what? I'm, I wish you guys the same, but I'm going to be here because I'm going to have my Santa hat on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. I'm going to be here. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple Santa Clauses. I'm going to be one during Christmas. <laughs> Always appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Herm. All right, baby. He is tremendous. He is Herm Edwards. We do it each and every week at this time. It's called Happy Hour with Herm because if you don't have that chance to be a part of Happy Hour, then you're completely, completely missing out. Hit him on Twitter at Herm Edwards. He's Harry Douglas. Hit him on Twitter at HDouglas83. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. Who was good and who was bad? Who's getting coal in their stocking and who's getting that fire truck they've always wanted? Three up three and I'll come your way next. We'll keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Beach vacation over camping? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. 
Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is the Reggae Monday edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. And always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It's time to find out who needs to be stung and whose praises need to be sung. You know it better as... From the top stories in sports... This is a huge story! ...to the bottom. So we reach the bottom of the barrel. This is 3 Up, 3 Down. It is the best and the worst of the NFL weekend. We get three up and three down, which means the good and the bad will be together. Not in perfect harmony, but they're going to be together nonetheless. Now, we usually flip it. So each week, one of us has the up and the other has the down. For this week, Harry has the positive. So we start with number one. Number one for me, I'm going straight up to Buffalo. Offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. I like it. And that offensive unit. What a showing that they had last year, uh, last night. But for me... It was that run game, 49 rushes, 266 yards, four touchdowns. James Cook, since Joe Brady has taken over, he's been electrifying. He's been more integrated in, inside of this offense. 25 carries last night, 179 yards, one touchdown, two receptions, 42 yards, and a hands catch in the end zone for a touchdown. That's why the Buffalo Bills and their offense and the way they beat up on the Dallas Cowboys last night, physicality, run through his face. What 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 Demarcus Lawrence said last week? Oh, that's what the yeah. Buffalo Bills did to him. Yeah, they made him quit, and then they hit him again. Then they make and, him again. Him, and again. And, and again. Quit. <laughs> and again. And again. The Buffalo, Buffalo Bills game were all about again and again. They're part of the hot ticket right now, and hot ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Get great deals on the hottest tickets and experience it live. You're not going to like this, but my top down, how do you, the Atlanta Falcons, lose to a team that had one win coming in and two wins coming out? How do you do that if you're the Atlanta Falcons and you stop a team or the team allowed you to be stopped inside their eight-yard line and you let them go over 80 yards to kick the game-winning field goal in the rain in the wind, in all those elements. This game was so bad before the game got started. Ticket prices, and I'm not making this up, ranged online from 45 cents to a buck 50. I didn't realize this game was being played in 1943, much less 2023. And then the fighting Harry Douglases of the Atlanta Falcons allowed the Carolina Panthers and all that to go down the field and kick the game-winning field goal and beat the Falcons 10-9. to 
Okay, it's time to move on. Yes, to do that. Number two. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> I'm going to go with Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield. Never thought I'd say this, but Baker Mayfield, you're uh-huh. doing a tremendous job. And you're really anchoring this offense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you have them first in the NFC South right now at the moment. Well, he was 22 of 28, 381 yards, four touchdown passes versus the Green Bay Packers and had a perfect, perfect passing rating. Got to give Baker Mayfield some love. He's caught a lot of heat throughout his career. Uh, wasn't able to get it done when he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wasn't able to get it done, excuse me, with the Cleveland Browns. Wasn't, wasn't able to get it done when he was with the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Went to the Los Angeles Rams for a little short stunt. But now he's the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bucks. And Baker May- Mayfield is a large sum, a large part of the reason why he's able or they're able to be in first place down the NFC South, if I can talk. Yeah, th- it's okay. I don't blame you. No one expected Baker Mayfield to play like that ever. <laughs> Not home or <laughs> away. He became the first quarterback ever to have a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field. All those years, all those great quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield, the first and only guy to have a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field versus the Green Bay Packers. My second third, part of three down, we talked about the lack of toughness and run defense. Thy name were the Dallas Cowboys last night. That's why Micah Parsons sounded like this. Honestly, it's just unacceptable at this point. Um, there's no excuse for it. Uh, it's mind-boggling. I don't understand why we're not playing well and why we're not coming together on the road. Um, it's something that we need to look at and get better because we got to go on the road next week. Yeah, so what are you going to do about it? Because what you did not do last night was make any kind of adjustment or have any kind of fight, have any kind of guts, have any kind of blood. You allowed the Buffalo Bills to say, we're running the ball right here. Are you sure? Positive. You can't stop it. As a matter of fact, we're going to tell you we're going to run. 32 lead draw. (laughs) 35 blast. Try to stop it. Exactly. 26 counter tray. Whatever run game they wanted, they did it. And they put it on the noggin, on the nose, on the stomach, on the feet of the Dallas Cowboys last night. It is three up, three down, giving you the best and worst in the NFL week, and we let you know who is going to get stung and whose praise needs to be sung. We do that each and every weekend, Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We've gone through one, two, and now we're up to number three. Number three for me on the last up of today is going to be Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens. And I love this young man since I first seen him at the University of Louisville, but his growth as a quarterback has really caught my attention this season. You see him last night throwing the football from uh, the pocket, being efficient in doing so, not looking at the rush, still looking downfield, completing footballs to his wide receivers, tight ends, and his running backs. But it's that Houdini, the magician-like ways that Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson has. And he had a play last night where he completed a pass to Isaiah likely before or after he got away from multiple defensive uh, players trying to tackle him so bad that the defensive player looked at him on the ground, <laughs> Freddie. And what did he ask him? How? How did you get away? <laughs> How? I had you. <laughs> That's when you know you a bad boy. When a defensive player, number one, he respects you enough yeah. to look at you and say how. Mm-hmm. But he also knows that you play the game at another level, at a level that isn't or can't be mimicked. By anyone. No doubt about that. And all those NFL teams that decided, you know, we're not going to go out to Lamar Jackson. Mm. We're going to collude against him. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're going to say it out loud. And the Baltimore Ravens, they were able to have that long game benefit them. But I know if I'm a Lamar Jackson, 
I'm not about to forget that. I'm saying, wait a minute. I should be close to being the highest paid player in the NFL. Now I'm going to make all of you pay, not just the Baltimore Ravens, but anybody else that decided, you know what? We got quarterback issues, but we're not going to go after that guy when it comes to Lamar Jackson. My last down, Harry was there to see this carnage. It was awful. The Jets were fed to the Dolphins. They didn't lose to the Dolphins. They were fed to the Dolphins. That's how bad this was. Zach Wilson may have been the most blessed guy there yesterday. He got knocked out of that game. He didn't have to stick around to be a part of that garbage because that's what it was. Aaron Rodgers on the sidelines just had a look of sadness thinking, man, why did I I waste my time trying to come all the way back to be here this season? I don't want to play behind that offensive line. I want to be behind that dog of a team. I'll just wait until next year and you give me five guys who can actually block and fight back. It's one thing to lose like that. 30 to nothing. It happens in the NFL. That's been the common theme about those kind of games. But that was an embarrassment, which is saying something about the New York Jets in the last 40 years. Freddie, I was so upset with Nathaniel Hackett because early on in that football game, okay, the defensive line of the Miami Dolphins made a statement. And I said, okay, at some point, you have to max protect to give your quarterbacks a chance. And they continuously let the tight ends go out for routes, mm-hmm. let other wide receivers go out for routes instead of just Mac protecting right. and sending two guys out. And it was troubling to watch. Also, Jalen Ramsey, Ooh. he matched mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson didn't have a target until the second half. And Garrett Wilson catches is when Jalen Ramsey was in off coverage and the game was already sold up. So that young man is still playing at a very, very high level. Bradley Chubb, three sacks. Three sacks. The quarterbacks, any quarterback that played yesterday for the New York Jets, which was two, (laughs) they were looking at the pass rush and not looking downfield. I promise you they were. Well, after that, they were looking down the ground because their face was buried in the ground because they kept getting sacked and getting hit by that Dolphins defense. The Jets have an interesting decision, and not just Zach Wilson. How much longer can you continue to have Nathaniel Hackett as your offensive coordinator, even though Aaron Rodgers likes him? you got to bring in somebody that is able to adapt to modern football, modern defense when your offensive line is not doing what they're supposed to do. If you had a vote right now, who would be the leading candidate for MVP in the National Football League? Let us know right now. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on Freddie Harry are giving you a vote. Who would you vote right now as the leading candidate for MVP in the NFL? We'll give you our choices, and let's hear from you. 888-729-3776, so you can be heard on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice 
is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Reggae Monday. Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And I always tell you, smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance of motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save. At 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. We don't believe in hypotheticals. We get right to it. The MVP race is not over. But Harry Douglas, if you could say who's the leading candidate right now, who would that football player be and why in the NFL? Yeah, for me right now at this moment, it's going to be Brock Purdy. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, Brock Purdy has this person. He has that person. Well, also, Brock Purdy is top five when it comes to yards in the National Football League, top five in completion percentage, top five in QBR, top five in QB rating. Brock Purdy is balling, and y'all stop the nonsense. No doubt about that. He's doing everything he's supposed to do at the quarterback position for his team. It's not his fault. He got drafted the last pick in the draft that he was drafted in, and he's performing at the level that he is right now. Let me school people out there. You can have an elite season not be an elite player. It has happened before in the NFL. It's happened in the NBA. It's happened in Major League Baseball. You shouldn't say he's not a league quarterback and automatically cancel him from being an MVP candidate. That's not how that's supposed to work. You look at the numbers and what he's been able to do. Because I know the narrative would sound like if he was not producing like this, that kind of personnel. Oh, he's not quarterback enough. He's shown he's more than quarterback enough and more MVP worthy enough than people want to admit. But they always want to use that to say, well, he's not elite. You can not be an elite player. But being MVP, it has happened before in the National Football League. Before I get to mine, Luis in San Diego, he wants to weigh in on who would be his leading candidate for MVP in the NFL. Luis, who would that person be and why? Hey, how's it going, guys? Love your show. Thank um, you, I just got to say, man, it's uh, it has to be Brock Purdy, man. Uh, I just, I just, you know, he's number one in, in, in a bunch of the top stats and and it's just there's, there comes a point in time where we got to stop trying to show save face for these scouts, man. Let's just get, let's just admit it. We all missed on this guy. <laughs> when is that? When are we all going to admit that we missed on him? He's the truth. Let's just put Trey Lance in this spot. If it was Trey Lance doing this, what would we be saying? Oh, we were all right about Trey Lance, right? But that's just my take on it. I don't know what you guys think. That's a great point you brought up in terms of if his draft status was different and higher. We're not having this conversation. If anything, he might be the runaway winner of the most valuable player because Trey Lance will draft a top five pick. But give the 49ers credit. And, and, and Luis is right. Everybody decided to take a pass on him except San Francisco for the last time. That's that right. means that every team in the NFL not named San Francisco passed on him at least 30-plus times when it came to Brock Purdy. But he's exactly right in my opinion, Harry, in terms of if he was like a top pick, a fifth pick in the draft, even a second-round pick. It's a different conversation when it comes to Brock Purdy. But I hate that it, that, that our world is like that. I, I really do. Because if a young man can play the game of football at a high level and he's showcasing that week mm-hmm. in and week out, right? why not reward him for being able to do that? And once again, it's not easy to play the quarterback position in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. right? You have grown men, 270 pounds, about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, on the opposing side, trying to knock your head off right? so they can get paid and provide for their families. Brock Purdy took a massive hit this weekend, came back into the football game, was just delivering the football like it was nothing. 
but his, his anticipation, his attention to detail, being able to get the attention of a Trent Williams last year when he first started That's to true. have that starting job. That's true. Getting the attention of everyone else on that football team should tell you that Brock Purdy is the quarterback for this team, and he's playing at a big-time level right now for the San Francisco 49ers. Matt in St. Louis, if you had a vote right now, who would be the leading candidate for the MVP in the National Football League and why, Matt? Oh, it'd be Lamar. I mean – you can make a case for Brock and uh, Tyreek, and I think those guys are having great years, but I just look at the body of work. And uh, if you want to talk about MVP status, you just look at what Lamar does when he's on the field. Um, I mean, I just I, I watch a lot of the games. I don't get to see them all, mm-hmm. but the, the kid has fun. And, he uh, does. You know, if you put, a, if you put some of those uh, – you know, they got him some receivers, and they got him the, the, the tools that he needed. And if you give him those a couple of years ago, I, I think that those uh, games against Kansas City in the AFC Championship could have come out a lot differently. One thing about Lamar Jackson, one thing I'm glad to see is that he's getting more love when it comes to the odds and from people when it comes to the MVP race. I'm really glad that that's been happening. But if I had to vote right now, Harry Douglas, for MVP, my purse would be this guy. I'll let Brock Purdy, the quarterback of the 49ers, introduce him. Dude, I think I think Christian should be MVP. I think I, I really do believe that. You know, he does everything for us, runs the ball well, can catch the ball. He does everything. And so, in my eyes, that's an MVP. That's my vote right now. That's who I think should be a leading candidate for MVP. That boy bad. Uh, he, he's bad, good. He He's not good and terrible, like they said in the movie Coming to America. He good, good, good all the time. Averaging over five yards per rush, 12,000, excuse me, 1,292 yards rushing, leading the NFL. He has 13 touchdowns. Also, catching out of backfield, 57 catches, over 500 yards, seven more touchdowns doing that. Anytime a big play is usually made, he's always in the middle of that somewhere, either running the football or catching the football. If I had a vote right now, he would be one, Lamar would be two, Brock Purdy would be three. But Christian McCaffrey has been a dominant player at a position the NFL does not care about when it comes to running back in the NFL. That's a great choice, Freddie. And he has an opportunity to go over 1,500 yards rushing and probably have about 16, 17 touchdowns in that department. But also he has an opportunity to go over 700 yards receiving and probably 10 to 12 touchdowns in that department. And he's just a dynamic human being. And whenever you can take your running back and flex him out to play wide receiver Mm -hmm. and then get him matched up with linebackers one-on-one, but even if you bring a safety down, they still can't guard him. And he's able to beat corners as well. That's a luxury to be able to have. And this, you look at his family background, right, from his father playing with John Elway, the Denver Broncos, Ed McCaffrey, Mm -hmm. and then Kyle Shanahan being there as well. And then next thing you know, he's playing for Kyle Shanahan and he's able to utilize him in the same type of offense that his father played in. I know, exactly. Even though it's a different position, yeah. but that his father played in. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's a great story, though. I, I love the way there was one play yesterday where Brock Purdy is pressured and Christian McCaffrey was in run blocking. Nobody comes to the middle. He sneaks through, realizes Purdy's in trouble, and goes to the open spot down the field. He's wide open. Purdy hits him. He falls down, gets up, and runs into the end zone. He had the acuity to say, oh, there's space here. I know my quarterback can get it to me. Let's make a big play. Something very similar to turn into a big play and a touchdown. That's been a lot of what Chris McCaffrey has done this year. Keep weighing in. Who should be the leading candidate for MVP in the NFL at 888 729 But don't throw this at Dak Prescott because the Bills spanked his Cowboys yesterday. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. 
You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.